Welcome back to On Good Terms. I'm Eric, and we are on good terms. You know what? I'm going to take my headphones off because I feel a little bit uncomfortable having to um, hear myself speak by alone. All right. Um, yeah, so this episode, if you haven't figured it out yet, is a solo dolo episode. Elise is in Palestine doing God knows what. No, she's volunteering um, for a good cause. Um, anyways, yeah, I, the show, as they say in theater, the show goes on all right. Um, yeah, and as we say on On Good Terms, the show must go on. So, break a leg, and curtain call, and rehearsal, um, theater, solo dolo episode. I'm alone. Um, Elise isn't here. I was not able to secure another guest for this week. So it's just me. It's just little old me speaking into a microphone. I'm not even sitting in the normal podcast studio. I'm sitting in my normal studio because I was like, there's no, I'm not going to record myself. No one wants to fucking watch me talk for, no one wants to listen to me talk, let alone watch me talk for who knows how long I'm able to keep this charade up. Um, yeah, it's Sunday. I'm doing this the day of. Had a busy week this week. Had a friend come over. Went to a concert last night. This fucking concert. It was a band called Weathers. I didn't want to go. My friend wanted to go. She wanted to come up and see them in Philly. I was like, sure. She bought me a ticket. I was like, free concert. I don't give a shit. Let's go. It's it's like a alt pop type of thing, you know, like ooh, ooh, like they like pop punk, but like super like synthetic essentially and poppy it was a fine show but it was a lot of it was a lot of like younger people there i guess because i went to go grab a big old beer a bud light just like kid rock um and (laughs) they they had like a little sectioned off section for like where the bar was and i was like huh it's like the vip section but for people who need to be drunk to watch this um and i got my beer and i was like all right and i start to walk out and i make it to like it's a relatively small venue. I make it to like the normal general area without the fence. And the security guard like grabs my shoulder and pulls me back in. He's like, nah, you gotta drink it in the little drinker's pen. Like your, your little drinking pigsty. Oink, oink, oink. And I said, okay, why? Because I've been to this venue before and I've been able to drink beer with the rest of the crowd like a normal person. Apparently there's so many goddamn teens here and underage that I posed a risk. Um because I look like the kind of guy who would slip alcohol to minors and take advantage of them. He didn't say that, but that's what he was insinuating. So I had to drink my beer. And I was just like, let me get a Bud Light. I thought they were going to pour it in a glass for me or something. They give me the biggest tall boy of Bud Light I have ever seen in my own two eyes. It was like ultra woke, like 80 million ounces of Bud Light. And I was like, fuck, well, I want to go back with my friend. But... I got to finish this beer. I paid fucking $14 for it. So I am just chugging the shit out of this tall boy in this little pent off area with like the band members parents probably or some shit. And uh, yeah. And I ended up just chugging the shit out of this Bud Light, which equaled like two and a half Bud Lights. And then so I can go back and I ended up getting super fucking drunk. Um, But it was fine because then I was able to sort of enjoy the show. Anyways, the guy was wearing a fucking, like, skeleton shirt. You know how Phoebe Bridgers, her new thing is, like, wearing a skeleton uh, outfit? I don't know if this guy was trying to copy that. He's wearing, like, a skeleton shirt, but with a leather jacket over top of it. He looked like a fucking idiot. 
Also, did you see today Phoebe Bridgers at her concert? I didn't even turn the audio on. I don't even know what song she was singing. Um, it was a boy genius show, I'm assuming. She's touring with them. And she like ripped her shirt open and her tits flew out. That, I'm not complaining, obviously, but it's like, for the vibe of that music, I don't think there's a single point in the show or a single song that necessitates that level of rock and roll, pure raw emotion. Like when she bashed the guitar on SNL and it's like, all right, if you want to act like a rock star, you got to make rock music. And I'm not even shitting on Phoebe Bridgers music. I like Phoebe Bridgers a lot. I'm kind of neutral on boy genius but i do like phoebe but if you want to engage in rock star behavior like smashing your guitar ripping open your shirt letting your tits fly out on stage you gotta make like motley crew type music you gotta get some real heavy distorted guitar some screaming in there sing about like fucking on a motorcycle or whatever motley crew used to sing about having sex with pamela anderson making a weird sex tape with pamela anderson on a boat uh, yeah, but Phoebe Bridgers singing about like being groomed at the age of 16 by like a 28 year old indie folk artist doesn't feel like it necessarily necessitates ripping open your shirt on stage again, not complaining, but just, just stating my view on things. Anyways, we got a, we got a pack show ahead of us. Um, I put out on Instagram asking people for suggestions on um, what to talk about in the episode. And it's really cool because while I love everyone that listens to this podcast, you guys just don't interact with me on Instagram, which is totally fine because I wouldn't either. Maybe you just don't have ideas. Maybe that's why I'm the one doing the podcast because I'm the one with ideas. So I shouldn't be relying on you people to give me ideas. And what do you know? I have ideas. Suck my dick. So yesterday... I was going to this concert with my friend. We're going to this bar in Fishtown, and we Ubered there. The Uber driver's name is Cleef, like Queef, but Cleef, Cleef, C-L-E-E-F. And he pulls up in a nice, shiny blue Tesla. First of all, I don't want to get in your Tesla. I, because I don't fucking understand how the doors work. I look like an idiot. I couldn't figure out how to get out. He stopped in the middle of the traffic. He's like, no, push the button, push the button. I was like, why can't they have a fucking handle like a normal car? Like, yeah, run on electricity, whatever. That's cool. All their other features seem pretty cool. Like how they, you know, burst into flames spontaneously and shit. But like, why can't you just have a fucking door handle? Do you need to be that unique where it's like, we're the first car that isn't intuitive to open? Like, we're the first car that makes you solve a fucking crossword puzzle to get in and out. Yeah, that's really fucking cool, Elon Musk. You're so smart. You're so goddamn smart. Anyways, I, after a brief struggle, I get into this gentleman's Tesla. And he starts chit-chatting, which I like. I, like I said in the last episode with Alexa, I love talking to an Uber driver. Um, And we were just chatting, and he's like, talking to serena he has no interest in talking to me he's i'm with a female friend and serena and he starts talking to her and it's like all right i see what's going on here he's calling her little miss and whatnot i was like all right you gotta be like 50 this guy was probably in his 30s you gotta be 50 or older honestly nah 50 is the new 40 you gotta be 60 or older to be calling girls little miss without seeming like a predator but anyways we start talking she's saying how she's you know, she lives in Baltimore. She's up here visiting me. And he's like 
talking about it. He's like, oh, are people down in Baltimore? Like, is, do they backstab you as much as they do in Philly? And I was like, what? He's like, I was like, nah. I was like joking with him. I was like, nah, if people up here don't backstab. They're mean to you to your face, like trying to make a joke. He's like, nah, they backstab you. And he starts telling us like multiple instances of people being fake to him or backstabbing him. Like this man has many a story. He's a fabled storyteller of getting stabbed in the back and betrayed by his friends. Oh, Eric just ate shit trying to climb up. See, this is when I wish I had the camera on because now he's covered in a blanket and he he really just ate shit. Um, anyways, um, he's telling all these stories about like he caught his friend's girlfriend cheating on him while he was in prison and he told and then he like got mad at he was like insinuated like I saw your girl taking a shower with another guy in the house and he's like I thought that insinuated she was cheating on him but then he blamed me for not telling him and I was like no I always tell my boys I'm so loyal I always got my boys back and I'm like dude I don't fucking and he's talking about like He's like, I had to go through this girl's phone for his boy, and then someone got mad at him, and he's like, dude, everyone fucking backstabs me, and I'm so loyal. I was like, if you're over the age of 30, if you're over the age of 21, to be complete, 24, eh, 25, to be completely honest with you, you don't need to be talking about fake friends backstabbing you and you being loyal. This is seems like a middle school, high school type drama thing, and... I feel like you should be more concerned with, I don't know, mortgages, inflation, Motley Crue at that age and not your backstabbing friends. Like I had this one guy, I don't know if I've talked about him, this fucking freak. I, when I moved to Philly, I joined like a social Facebook group where you like post like hey i'm new to philly and i want to hang out and this one dude hit me up and he seemed like all right he was like in like producing music supposedly um and i hang out with him and all he fucking talks about is like going to high school i had this like fake ass friend fuck him like i don't fuck with him like blah 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 i don't fuck with this guy this guy doesn't fuck with me and he had like stories and stories of people not fucking with him and him not fucking with other people and he's like but i fuck with you i was like dude why are you so i don't know if you guys can hear the loud ass fucking motorcycle outside this guy's pissing me off um but it's like why are you at the ripe age of 25 so fucking consumed with fake friends and oh this guy backstabbed me and fucking with me i don't i i couldn't tell you what it is if it's like a cultural thing or what but i don't at this point like in life at this stage in life your friendship should just be like you want to grab a beer on friday yeah, and then you sit and talk about sports and hinge dates and whatnot. I don't know. I I have no... Does, I feel like we're well past the age of it being a, appropriate for you to be fighting with your friends and stabbing each other in the back and all this shit like you're fucking in a middle school theater club. All right, let's check Instagram. Does anyone uh, give me any ideas for anything to talk about? I got a list. Don't you guys worry. Oh, but I, sorry. I didn't finish telling you guys about the... um. <clears throat> I didn't finish telling you guys about the original story I was telling. I'm sorry, the Uber driver, Cleef. And then he's like, so what are you doing up in Philly? And Serena's like, oh, I'm seeing this concert and like visiting Eric. And he's like, are y'all an item? And I'm like, dude, why are you doing this? Serena's been my friend since like middle school. We're not an item. Like we're just good friends, whatever. Um, you're allowed to have friends of the opposite sex, in my opinion. 
without being an item or hooking up with each other. And we're like, no, no, we're childhood friends. And he goes, but you drove two hours up to Philly just to see him. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, I have other friends here. And like, I was like going to my friend's other friend's house and I'm seeing the show. And he's like, I got a question for y'all, but it's kind of inappropriate. So I'm not going to ask it. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong? Like, obviously we all know what he's talking about. I was asking if I fuck her. Um, and it's like, focus on the road, Cleef. Focus on the road, Cleef. Focus on your Tesla. Just like, what kind of fucking Uber driver? And he's complaining to us. He's like, dude, someone fucking reported me the other day. Apparently, I was being rude. It's like, dude, I'm going to fucking report you if you ask one, me one more question about my goddamn sex life, Cleef. No, I, I, I don't think I'd actually report him. I, an Uber driver would have to threaten to kill me or kidnap me for me to report them. Because even if they're a dickhead, like, I just won't tip them. I probably would still tip them. I'll just give them like four stars instead of five. I couldn't imagine what someone would have to do for me to report them. But um, yeah, he's saying how he was like, oh man, I, we're like, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, well, I got to wake up for two, at 2 a.m. tomorrow. I got a 12 hour shift. And I was like, oh shit. Like, what do you do? He's like, uh, just Uber. I'm like, dude, you don't have to wake up at 2 a.m. for anything. That's the whole point of Uber. You can wake up whenever you want and work however long you want. You can wake up at 8 a.m. and do a 12 hour shift. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. It doesn't need to be 2 a.m. to 2 p.m. And he's like, yeah, I'm just Ubering. I was a GM at LA Fitness, but everyone, you know, a bunch of people trying to tell you what to do. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's actually like what a job is. I'm pretty sure that's like the whole point of a job. Like you have someone telling you what to do and then you do that and you get paid a salary. So you don't have to Uber at 2 a.m. And anyways, He's talking about, he's like, oh, I'm the black sheep of my family. My mom's a nurse. My brother is a, like, um, a neuro, uh, neurologist or surgeon or something like that. My other brother's like podiatrist. And I'm like the black sheep. I'll just be doing my own thing. It's like, yeah, well, at least you own a Tesla. At least you own a Tesla, which you, which seems like a very smart financial decision. No shade to Cleef, but no shade to cleef don't fucking ask your passengers if they have sex with each other even if you're just insinuating it you know what you know what you were doing cleef you know what you were doing don't be coy with me cleef don't be coy you're a coy little boy cleef anyways oh we have one instagram suggestion oh this is a doozy Elise said, talk about how much you miss me. That's very sweet, Elise. I wonder if, I, yeah, Elise will definitely listen. I do, I do miss Elise. Elise and I hang out, like, every week. She's my best friend here. So, yeah, I miss Elise. I, um, yeah, not, like, a lot, but, like, enough where I guess it would necessitate. I'm trying to work on, Elise has been trying to get me to work on emotional vulnerability. One of my good friends, Scott, he texted me the other day and was like, I miss you, and I was like, I told Elise, I was like, what do I say? And she's like, tell him you miss him too. Like, it's important for you to like be open about your feelings and like show emotions to other people. Like that's important for your growth. And I was like, okay. So I texted him back. I was like, I miss you too. And he's like, oh, that was for a TikTok, But like, that's sweet. And I was like, this is why I shouldn't fuck you. This is why I shouldn't be vulnerable. This is why I should, because everything's for content nowadays. No, if someone is ever nice to you, it's for content. They are recording you. This is a content driven world. Don't let people be nice to you. If if someone is like, hey, I like your dress, or hey, your hair looks really good today, say, where's the camera? Pat them down. Say, where's the hidden camera? What video is this for? Is this a social experiment? Everything's a social experiment. If I were homeless, 
I would be terrified that every time someone gives me money, they're about to like kidnap me and give me a haircut against my will or something. That's like the new thing. Like, oh, it's like, oh, I took a homeless person to get his first haircut in 30 years and then dumped him right back in the park. But at least he looks fresh as hell when he's scrounging through the trash for dog food. At least he got a sick, fresh cut and he doesn't look so homeless anymore. So yeah, don't don't trust people being nice. No one is nice without a motive. That's what I've learned. It's the 21st century. <laughs> what does this say about society? <laughs> Alright, that was my Elise segment. Um, I got some other things to talk about. My friend Alexa, who was on last week. Fantastic episode, by the way. I'd love to have her on again. Such a fucking funny episode, in my opinion. I don't know if anyone fucking listened. But I enjoyed myself. I thought it was good. Um, so funny. Handicap parking. What necessitates handicap parking? Who should get the handicap parking spot? I actually don't know where I'm going to go with this. She just said talk about this and I have no opinion, no like extraordinary opinions on this matter. It's like if you have a hard time walking, I guess you get to park a little closer. Um, I guess a potential hot take I could have would be like uh, no, I don't even have any hot takes on this. All right, this one was a dud. Sorry, Alexa. I don't have anything to add to this um this dialogue. I, I have nothing of interest to say. Next one, bathroom stall etiquette. Okay, I think I can do something with this. If there's three stalls open, you go to the end, right? You go to the end. Um, Again, I th- these aren't even hot takes. This is just basic etiquette i don't know where i'm supposed to be going with this um you go to the end stall and you be quiet and um if you're in the stall with someone else not with someone else in the stall but if you're in the stall and there's another person in the stall in the same bathroom and you both leave at the same time you don't look at each other and also you make sure like if i'm sitting taking a shit at work or something and i'm like done but then i hear the guy next to me is also like done like he's like wiping and flushing i'm like okay i'm gonna sit here and wait for him to exit because we just don't need to be running into each other because there's such a weird inherent sense of shame that comes with simply pooping at work and we know every single goddamn person does it, except my boss i don't think my boss poops i think he's a robot um but we know every person does it, and yet it's so shameful. I have to go to the like the faraway bathrooms so if I don't see anyone I know, and I refuse to exit the stall at the same time as them and make eye contact with these other cretins who were excavating waste out of their bodies at the same time as me. Um, yeah, that's my stall etiquette bit. That wasn't even a fucking bit. All right, another one. This one's from Serena. If you hear your neighbor saying, help, help, take me to the hospital... Do you call an ambulance? Here's my answer. Nope, not your problem because they could be a hypochondriac and faking it. My neighbor, he calls for and screams for help and to take him to the hospital at least like three times a week. And if I were to call an ambulance every time, he'd go fucking broke. It's not your place to call an ambulance unless you can see the emergency. Even if this kind of goes off what we were talking about last week with what happens if you see an unconscious person. You don't want to call people an ambulance. Do you know how expensive ambulances are? It's like, that's rude of you to walk by someone who's having like a heart attack and be like, hey, this dude having a heart attack, I'm going to put him $10,000 in debt without his consent. 
do what you can. Everyone learn a little bit of CPR. Carry Narcan with you. But you shouldn't call an ambulance for people. That's like opening a credit card in their name and buying like a TV or something. <laughs> it's it's just it's it's common courtesy. You shouldn't call an ambulance on site in this day and age in Europe or Canada. Yeah, sure, call all the ambuli you want. But in America, when an ambulance trip costs you like as much as a down payment on a house in 1970, no. You don't call a fucking ambulance on someone unless they give you... Okay, if you see someone having a medical emergency and they're like, call an ambulance, I need help. They're having a heart attack and they're nonverbal. It is not only your right, but it's your duty to go get their wallet and see if they have an insurance card and then call the hospital and say, hey, how much would an ambulance cost with this insurance? And then if it's an amount that you think is appropriate... Um... Based on, you know, what they're wearing, other things in their wallet, you know, you can get a good assessment of how much a person is able to handle financially. Then maybe you call an ambulance, but you got to check this shit first. You can't just be calling ambuli willy nilly on anyone you see dying. That's why this country has so much goddamn debt. People are calling ambuli on fucking everyone in the goddamn street. Sometimes people just have to die. And it sucks that it is that way. It sucks. It's really fucked our healthcare system that some people can't afford healthcare. They can't afford their medication, treatments for diseases. They can't afford ambuli. But the way it is, sometimes a person has just got to die. And maybe that's when we'll see true change. Maybe enough people die because they can't afford an ambulance that eventually the big man in charge on Washington will say, you know what? This is starting to look bad. Too many people are dying in the streets because nobody's calling an ambulance for them because everyone listens to this podcast. I told them not to. And as the guy with the podcast and an audience and a platform, more importantly, a platform, that's what I have. This is a platform. I'm using my platform to say, Hey, Mr. President, why no free ambulance? Please, free ambulance. Me want free ambulance, please. Healthcare expensive, nah, free ambuli, please. Do with that what you can, Brandon. Not to get too political here. Um, yeah. So long story short, don't call an ambulance for your neighbor, especially because like, like my neighbor, he just screams for an ambulance every fucking day every other day and one ambulance has come and he's home the next day and he looked fucking fine i don't even know what his fucking deal is he makes these weird noises here i'm gonna play some of the noises he makes he makes these noises every fucking night and i can't hear it now because the ac's on like between our houses like i can't hear it through the walls but it used to be so loud here here check this out i don't know if you guys could hear that but it's like a like that sort of thing it's, and he's not vomiting. I think he's just he just loves attention. And calling an ambulance for him would give him attention. And that's not how we um that's not how we do things here. In Philadelphia, where we backstab each other and ask our Uber passengers if they have sex. Moving on, I got some Reddit posts, of course. Got some Reddit posts. It's such a fucking podcast. I feel like every fucking podcast reads Reddit posts. But do they have the takes? Do they have to take the takes to back up? Do they have the takes to back it up? Let's see. 
first i um i was a little hung over this morning whenever i drink a little too much which i did last night because i was in the pigsty drinking pen at the foundry watching weathers i um i always end up waking up at like 4 a.m and not being able to go back to sleep for like an hour or two and for it's like become tradition that i just go on reddit until i fall asleep so i was able to find some gold this one is um this one was interesting. It was in the for hire subreddit. It just came up on my feed. I usually don't search in this subreddit, but it's for hire. He's hiring someone to respond to my dating app messages. And he writes, hiring someone to respond to my dating app messages, probably 30 to 45 minutes a day. I work nine to nine. What kind of job is that? This guy's a finance bro and hate dating app small talk. I get a lot of matches. I'm a guy in New York City. Yep, finance. It's just a matter of a few days small talking and setting up dates. We can work out an hourly rate. First of all, love the idea. I think that's fantastic. The worst part of dating apps and why I honestly don't go on that many dates, considering I get a decent amount of likes and shit, is I just can't do the fucking small talk. I always say something weird. They leave. I make fun of their blind cat. Something like that. And it's just a pain in the ass. It stresses me out. It makes me super fucking anxious, the small talk. I don't like it. I, I'm good at small talk in person where I can like read the vibes and give off like a sarcastic tone of sorts. But over text is just so fucking hard, which is why I'm I I often like avoid I avoid the apps for a little bit, like I am now. I haven't gone on in a few months, honestly. Um the issue with this, having said that, is they you need to hire someone really fucking good you need to do like a big getting to know you like a character study of sorts with this person before they start because if they start talking in one tone and they're like making jokes or something or talking about a certain thing and then you hop in there for the date and they're like you're just total like you're super boring or dry or you don't have the you're, you're like say the person you mess the girl in the bio is like oh like i love um succession the tv show and the person that you pay starts messaging them about succession then you go on the date with the girl and she makes a succession reference and you don't watch it you're like what the fuck are you talking about that's a fucking recipe for disaster um having said that again i double having said it, it having said it i double having said it um so i'm reverting back to the original take I would love to see this play out. I think it's such a fascinating concept. So I'd love for this guy to post a follow-up somewhere. Um, or maybe I can like look up someone else doing this. Because I think, I think the idea is there. I think the execution needs to be thought out a little bit more. But I think the idea is there. And I know you're all thinking AI. He said he tried AI, but it didn't cut it. Because, yeah, AI is boring. Um, and AI is not very good, to be honest. But... He's got to hire, like, a writer or someone who works with people a lot and, like, can understand different personalities and shit like that. He's got to get a list of this guy's interests. And he's expected to consult with this guy, I'd assume, like, hey, like, the girl said this. What would, what's your take on this? Like, blah, blah, blah. There needs to be a lot of communication there between the three of them. Here's another possible issue. What if the guy you pay falls in love with the girl that he's messaging and he steals her from you and then he's like hey let's meet here and you don't tell the guy and you meet oh but then it's a different face then the guy looks different you got to make sure the guy's ugly when you're hiring make sure he's ugly so he can't steal any girls from you or like you also got to make him sign an nda or something so he doesn't tell a girl like hey by the way this guy this isn't actually him blah 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 i'm in love with you he's got to sign an nda you can't say that 
You should be able to kill him if he does that. Moving on. I'm, dude, my fucking throat hurts. I'm talking too goddamn much. I don't know how people do podcasts by themselves. Fuck, I'm not even at 30 fucking minutes. Goddamn. Back to Reddit. We'll do a few more, and I'm going to fucking end this. My throat hurts. Um, all right, I got two more. This is from the I am, the I am I the asshole subreddit. Am I the asshole for freaking out when my wife locked our son out of the house after night after he drank booze? I, male 39, of a 16-year-old son, my wife, female 40. This happened a few days ago. She's still mad at me. I was on a work trip. So my, wife was, my wife and son were home alone. When I got back, I found out he had been hanging out with his friends, and they convinced him to drink some beer, and he got a little drunk. I'm not saying what he did was right, but him and I had to talk about it, and it's fine. Yeah, 16-year-olds drink beer. Newsflash. The problem is that when he came home and my wife found out, this kid's an idiot, you gotta... He must have been really drunk if she found out. You got to be slick about that. Pop some gum in, splash some water on your face, head right to your room. I'm tired. I have a headache. The problem is that when he came home, my wife find, found out she was furious and kicked him out and refused to let him back in till the morning. He was begging her to let him in, but she wouldn't. That's a great, great way to get your 16-year-old son a DUI. Force him out of the house. Make him drive somewhere. When I found out, I was furious. Regardless of what he did, she made a slightly drunk teenager stay outside by himself at night. Something bad could have happened to him. Where the fuck did he sleep? Did he even have a car? Like, if he drove. Yeah, that's bad, but... We had a huge argument over it. I asked how the hell she thought that was okay. She just kept saying it's our son's fault for drinking. My wife isn't talking to me, and my son isn't talking to his mom. I feel like I'm in the right. Am I the asshole? No, you're not the asshole. That is absolutely fucking insane. Holy shit, that's crazy. What the fuck? It, it also depends where they live. Like, if they're in, like, the middle of the suburbs or whatever, like, and you're surrounded by houses, like, you're gonna get... I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call fucking protective services or something. Because that's fucking insane. Like, if you're in a farm and you have, like, an outhouse, a farmhouse, like, yeah, let them sleep with the cows, whatever. Still insane, but not as bad. But, like, where did he sleep? Like, did he sleep on the deck or something? Like my god that's fucking insane not the asshole oh my god if my mom locked me out of the house every time i came home high i would uh i'd be an outdoorsman by now so remember like 20 minutes ago when eric fell from the closet and that big blanket fell on top of him it's still on top of him he hasn't moved so i'm just gonna check on him real quick okay he's fine he's alive um all right, last Reddit post. Am I the asshole for not wanting my polycule parents at my wedding? My parents are in a polycule, polycule relationship with a man. I've been mildly uncomfortable with it. For starters, the man is as young as I am, and now he basically lives in my former room and I grew up in. Um, it's kind of long. I'm going to skip some parts. I'm getting married soon. I want it. So obviously the guy's like, yeah, this is fucking weird. I'm kind of uncomfortable with my parents and them having a, like a third boyfriend thing that's his age yeah fucking weird i'm getting married soon i want my parents to be there they're happy for me and it was great then my significant other and i got to arranging everything and seating arrangements i want to run the seating plan by my parents they looked it over and they called me that i missed a seat for their lover dave fake name um i told them i didn't think dave would be coming they said it would They'd all be coming, and I said, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I tried tiptoe to gently tell them not to bring Dave, but they were insistent, so I was frank with them. I said, I was uncomfortable with Dave coming, and I wanted to share my special day with them, not Dave. 
At this point, things took a turn for the worse. We got in a fight, blah, 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 big argument. In a moment of anger, I said, great, then don't come. I haven't talked to my parents since, blah, 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 blah. Dave's a stranger to me. Um, I don't want Dave there. I love my parents. I don't want Dave there. Yeah, I mean, you're the asshole. That's like if your dad remarries and you don't want your stepmom at your wedding. Dave's, whether you agree with it or not, and I think it's disgusting and fucking insane, but Dave is part of your family. How do you think Dave would feel? How would Dave feel being left all alone in your childhood bedroom while his older lovers are out celebrating their son's marriage? If I were Dave, I'd be a little upset about it. So this guy needs to put himself in Dave's shoes. What if I were having threesomes with my parents? How would I feel? Not too good. Not too good. Would you? So invite Dave. Maybe just don't let the... It is weird. I mean, it's fucking upsetting. This poly... Um, I, I get the poly thing. I personally... I have no hate against it, but personally, I'm a very jealous person so that could never work for me, but whoever can do it. But the fact that they've been married and then they have someone that their son's age living with them as a third instead of just like a normal swinging like they get to fuck other people thing. That's insane. Like, imagine how that's going to go over at the wedding. But we should be able to find out because Dave should be at this wedding, folks. Whatever happens... To a polycule. You got the husband, you got the wife. And then you have Dave? Bring Dave to the wedding. He deserves a seat at the table. Maybe in between that? Oh my god, I am so curious about all this shit right now. The sex stuff, the... My god, do they take turns? Is it all three at once? Does the dad bang Dave? Oh my god, if the dad's banging Dave. Woo-wee. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just adds a certain... You know, it spices things up a little. Sure, if he's watching Dave bang the mom, that's one thing, a little cuck situation. But if the dad and Dave are fucking too, yeah, that's sweet. That's fucking sweet, man. Good for them. Everyone's banging each other. Everyone getting a little piece of the pie, you know? All right. Well, my throat hurts, dude. I'm not supposed to be talking for 34 minutes straight. God, this is how girls feel when I'm on a date with them. I was kidding. I, I, talk, I, I let them talk. Um... But I'm a podcaster at heart. I'm a broadcaster at heart. From Monmouth WMCX 88.9 to On Good Terms, I'm Eric, and I am On Good Terms. See you guys next week.